1: Of them all. It is the NFC East mixtape, which you can listen to on every single one of SB Nation's NFC East blog podcast networks. This time we are recording in our normal time slot. You can also watch this show, by the way, on the Blog and the Boys YouTube channel or the Bleeding Green Nation YouTube channel. If you watch or listen to this show, you will see or hear the beautiful visual and audio stylings of myself, our Joe Choa, and his self, Brandon Lee god BLG, happy Tuesday for us, Wednesday for the listener, Friday for everyone in their hearts. Big Sixers game tonight, RJ, between uh,
2: Sixers and Boston Celtics. Setting up the Sixers, losing the
1: finals. City of
2: losers. I feel extremely confident that I don't know what's going to happen, other than I think somehow this goes to game seven, and I don't know what happens in that game seven, but
1: for some reason, I feel like it's going to a game seven. What's your um your personal stress level? And so obviously everyone knows the result of this game by the time they're listening to or watching mm-hmm. this episode um but so like put it in Eagles Phillies terms like was every game of the World Series more stressful than this is this more stressful than that is this more stressful than the NFC championship game like kind of you know give us a a, you know a sandwich this for us sandwich this for you what's the best sandwich RJ think about that while I
2: give you I have a food
1: question uh, that I'm going to get to as well
2: by the way go ahead I, so the thing with the Phillies is that they were in the World Series while the Eagles were still like undefeated. So <laughs> there's a little less pressure because it's like, oh, if the Phillies lose, the Eagles are undefeated and look like they can go to the Super Bowl. So that's definitely
1: a different dynamic here. Whereas there was, the there was a lot of that I saw around that time that was like, well, it's OK that we lost the World Series because we'll just win the Super Bowl. You know, like it was like like you like you could totally decide that. You know what I mean? Like there was a lot of that. I did say time. on the show
2: <laughs> that it felt pretty impossible they would win both. And I was not wrong because <laughs> they did not win either. Um but, yeah, it's it's stressful in the moment, I think, more so. Uh, some people are, like, dreading it all day. I'm not there. It's when it, the game is on and it's getting to, like, it was in game four where the Sixers need to, like, make a last-minute shot or whatever. It's just like, oh, my gosh. I'm it's, just <laughs> it's ready to keel over. It's it's
1: a lot. Okay. Best sandwich. Don't know how polarizing this is in your specific neck of the woods. I like a good Primanti Brothers sandwich. You put some French fries oh. on that thing. Like, I, I have a hard fries time aren't not good. really enjoying them. They don't That's make good
2: true. fries. It, it is true. I've had it. I love food. I don't want to trash food. I had it. I was looking forward to it. I thought I was going to love it. And maybe it was just, I'll go back. I'll give it a second try. But when I went to Pittsburgh and I had it, the fries weren't even good, man. They weren't like cooked right or what? I, I don't know. There just was not a lot of flavor in that sandwich. There's some of the, for a place that puts fries in their sandwich and fries is like the star thing on their menu. They were some of the worst fries I've had. And I'm so bummed because I wanted it to be good. I will give it another try in the future. But right now, man, I cannot disagree more.
1: I really don't know. That's why I'm asking. Do they not have them outside of Pittsburgh? Like, is it not like a Pennsylvania thing? Like, is it only in the Pittsburgh area?
2: It's mainly Pittsburgh. I think they've branched out a little bit. I don't know any location super close to Philly. There might be one. I don't know of that. But I had mine, like, down. I think it was, like, the original location like in Pittsburgh. So, I didn't even go to, like, some satellite location where it might not be as good. And by the way, the correct answer we are looking for is a Cuban sandwich. I think that's a great.
1: Sandwich. Um, just for what it's worth, and I know you agree with this, a lot of food and food experiences and I guess food memories is associated with the vibe that you have. Obviously, mm-hmm. when you eat that specific meal, when I ate my Primanti Brothers sandwich, it was like a cool like 58 degrees. You know what I mean? Like just cool enough to kind of like be cold um you know slightly I I had a cup of chili too like it was I was there for the Cowboys Steelers game like it was just an incredible vibe and so like maybe that's enhancing the like memory of the taste to me um so if I had it again maybe it wouldn't be that great that's my point are you Mm -hmm. ready for my food question Mr Cuban sandwich yeah I actually stole this from reddit um this was on the ask Mm -hmm. subreddit what's the most unusual food combination that you've tried and actually enjoyed would you like me to read you some of the answers, just so you can get an idea on what the things people suggest? Let's for. hear the answers. Um, these are just the top ones, the most upvoted ones. Somebody said, um, "I've been told cream cheese and jelly sandwiches are weird, but I've enjoyed them since I was a child." That doesn't sound like crazy because I feel
2: like you could get a um, like a stuffed French toast with.
1: So uh, as there's a comment responding to that. On and on th- this was not pre-planned, but some there's literally a response to that, that says. There's a famous Cuban sandwich called the Elena Ruz sandwich with mm. cream cheese, jam, and turkey. Um, mm. So that's one answer. Uh, let's see here. Somebody said Have peanut you ever butter on a ha- sandwiches of history. That guy on Instagram. No, go check him out. Somebody said peanut butter on a hamburger. That sounds awful. Um, somebody said chocolate covered potato chips. I first saw them and thought, yeah. it was gross." They're each great, but not together. But a coworker insisted I. Try one from her bag so i did and was pleasantly surprised i could see the like salt and sweet kind of coalescing i've had that those are good and and
2: also they're chocolate chips
1: that's a good point waffles with sausage gravy
2: yeah that's like not a weird thing at all i mean you do like chicken and waffles and you have sausage gravy over the top of like all of that again that makes sense
1: yeah once we've done i'm not the first one was a little weird this one's too far for me peanut butter and pickles Go surprisingly well together is what one person said.
2: It seems too separate. Like You're just eating two different things. Like Do, do those flavors actually like or experiences complement each other and work together in some way? Or is it you're, um, you're literally just eating two entirely different things at
1: once? I, so I saw this the other day and I bookmarked it so I could come back here um, or come back to it for this specific episode. And I thought this that day. This one says watermelon with salt. Is that not a common thing? I do that all the time. What? Like I don't ever eat watermelon. Like if I'm at home without salt, <laughs> what do you? What do you mean? <laughs> like I, you know, I get my so watermelon. This is and I a common thing. Do you, like, you not do what that? What kind
2: of salt? And like, how are you, you slice it? Standard
1: up? salt. Like I don't but like th- bathe it in salt, but I add a, a sprinkle of salt. A sprinkle. To it. Yeah. yeah. I like salt. You so i not not opposed that? to it,
2: but I didn't know this is like a thing. I didn't know. Are there? Are, is anyone out there doing that? Hashtag. Um, uh,
1: <laughs> Hashtag, uh, hashtag, hashtag watermelon hashtag salt. Mixtape watermelon. That's what we want. No. This one. Hashtag um, watermelon okay, two, salt. two more. Hot sauce. This person has like two things. Hot sauce on popcorn. I think that's pretty common. Or like not common, but like people put weird stuff on popcorn. And then somebody said savory porridge with cheese, hot sauce, and salami. I don't know. Okay. Let's finish this one because you're a Mr. Pizza guy somebody said i had a slice of pizza with pickle slices and light ranch that surprised me with how well it worked that i'm not like a fan of pickles but i feel like that is pretty common like there's fried pickles people dip those in ranch like that's not a weird thing to me pickles on pizza is very good to me okay well shout out to me for that subject
2: that was fun i enjoyed it did you i think the listeners enjoyed it the most i wanted to do by the way i don't know how realistic this is, or what the setup is for this, I, we I feel like oh, we need to do
1: with NFC's mixtape recipes. Yes, that's
2: okay. exactly what I was thinking. But in addition to that, we need to do an episode where it's like actual sports radio, where we take calls from the callers. I think that would be fun.
1: I'm fine with that. um We can go to like you're fine with it. You don't want to you know, hear from like the people Lonnie, like Lonnie and Massapequa or whatever. You know what I mean? Like something like that. Mm. Have you ever been to Massapequa?
2: No, but if you're into that, I feel, idea, like you, uh, I feel like
1: all of the East Coast cities are like one. So you, if you've been to one, you've been to them all. It's not true at all. Anyway, um, so we're recording this. This is like a scheduling note, and I say that in an inception sort of way. We're recording this on Tuesday, May 9th. This is dropping Wednesday, May 10th. On Thursday, May 11th, the NFL is dropping the 2023 NFL schedule. There was a little bit of touch-and-go-ness as far as whether or not the league was actually going to drop the schedule on Thursday. That was something that Jeremy Reisman and I discussed on Monday Football Monday on the SB Nation NFL show, where we talked about games we are looking forward to across the league as a whole. Uh, he and I both had an Eagles game on there. So you and I are going to kind of do that here. Um, games of note, games of seriousness, games of intrigue, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, as they relate to the NFC beast. And we called the division that you and I do originally, because it's full of very good teams. Um, and so we also have each ranked the 12 composite games that take place within the division. Um, and we can, I guess, describe what our like criteria was with how we rank them. Um, so where do you want to start? You have a list of best and worst games. Is that correct? Um, mm-hmm. I guess before we do that, we should say, obviously, do, maybe we should do the like, how does the schedule come from? Or where does it come from? Because a lot of people don't know that, actually, I feel like. Uh, A real
2: quick point on the NFCBs thing. Once upon a time, I don't know if I shared this story with you before, but obviously it's a bit that we do. And I'm breaking the fourth wall of the bit by saying it's a bit here. But once upon a time, the NFL was not too happy that BGN Radio, we referred to ourselves as the only Eagles podcast, because they were thinking we were claiming to literally be the only Philadelphia Eagles podcast. It's funny how we joke about this, and maybe in the future they'll be like, actually, you guys didn't invent that, and you can't say that. So hopefully not, because it's a good bit.
1: Um, In case the NFL or I guess the NSA is listening, um, we recognize that other people use the term NFC beast. But, you know, whatever. Anyway, we still made um, it. Okay. So every single team in the NFL, Brandon, plays 17 games as a result of two years ago. This is our third season with the 17th game added as a part of the rotation. Uh, since the NFL's realignment in 2002, the schedule has been you know, pretty standard, pretty chalk, if you understand the formula. Um, let's take the Eagles as an example. They are the team we talk about first year on the mixtape this offseason as the current champions of the NFC East. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles, as a part of the NFC East, will play six division games, all three of their division rivals at home, all three of their division rivals on the road. That is six. Every division, so now we're looking at the NFC East, will play two divisions across the NFL, one from their conference, one from the opposing conference. In case anybody is unaware, uh, this year the NFC East plays the NFC West and the AFC East. If you're wondering which games of those are at home, which games of those are on the road, They're just the inverse of the last time the NFC East played these divisions. So the last time the NFC East played the NFC West was 2020. Uh, So whichever two teams your team traveled to, you now get to host. The last time the NFC East played the AFC East was 2019. Same sort of thing there. Uh, That takes us to 14 games. So we have to get three more. Um, As the NFC East plays the NFC West, they do play one team from both the NFC North and the NFC South. They play the same place finishers from the season prior. So the Philadelphia Eagles, as mentioned, won the NFC East, which means they will play the Minnesota Vikings as well as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, the two teams who won the non-NFC West divisions within the NFC. Which of those games are at home? Um, the I don't know. Uh, this is boring. Uh, the NFC North games. The NFC North games are the ones at home. Finally, uh, as a result of the NFL's added 17th game, I do think we're probably heading towards an 18th game right? Like just for a clean seventeenth such a weird number. Uh, But anyway, um, every division plays a same place finisher from a division in the opposite conference. So everyone's aware that the Eagles will play the Chiefs this year. That is because the NFC East same place finishers play the AFC West same place finishers. Obviously, the Eagles and Chiefs, besides meeting at the Super Bowl, both happen to have won their respective divisions. The Cowboys will play the Chargers, the Giants will play the Raiders, the Commanders will play the Broncos who did not ride um i think that covers it that's the formula good job all man. right so
2: <clears throat> i had not the best and worst actually i had the top home and top away game for each team because if i talk about the worst i mean that doesn't have a lot of juice
1: so this is top home and top away game for each team in the division this is your First list um i have a few questions um one um does it include divisional matchups or did you like no. try to stay away from that? No divisional matchups. Okay, so th- and I think
2: part of that is actually like true. I, I think that's it's not like I had to oh, this is the clear top, and then I had to deviate away from that for the most part.
1: Okay. So this does not include divisional matchups. You're taking away um three mm-hmm. right away for each team um did you define top as far as like juice as far as like yeah you would enjoy watching the most like okay which
2: which one is the most juice which one are you most interested to watch or, or see or could have the most meaning we'll start it off with the philadelphia eagles and you kind of touched on this on the aforementioned sb nation nfl show rj the eagles top home game it's obviously the san francisco 49ers in in nfc championship game rematch the 49ers have done nothing but run their mouths since losing to the Eagles and act like they would have definitely 100% won the game if Brock Purdy had not gotten hurt. Um, it's kind of interesting how you're able to afford yourselves that headcanon when something happens like the Purdy injury. It's like, whoa, oh, we definitely... It's just like fact to them. It's like, well oh, th- yeah, we would have won, like, 100%. It wasn't even going to be right, close. Like,
1: like if the feel that the Super Bowl had been different, you absolutely would have won. In a game
2: right? that they lost by 24 points, and that's much different, um, the... 49ers are for all their faults I guess um and I don't know they seem like they kind of have a wide range of outcomes depending on what actually happens and is Sam Darnold their starter this season maybe uh we don't know but I, I think it has to be them they're the t-
1: Eagles top home game yeah so what I mentioned on the NFL show was uh right now the Eagles are king of Petty Mountain right like they are you know and and like, I, I I said this on the show, like if you win, you like history is written by the winners. We say that all the time here. Um, so I don't want to just like relitigate my point, but um, you know, it, if you're an Eagles fan, you have every right to like, kind of like shut down Debo Samuel, like whatever he's saying, blah, blah, blah. Um, it, I mean, I, I get it. And I said this then, and we talked about it with stats. Like I get feeling frustrated, you know, like a, it was a lost opportunity or whatever. If you're a Niners fan or a Niners player. and. There there's no doubt of contention or an argument that had Brock Purdy played, like maybe the Niners win that game. Uh it isn't a a fact, to your point. Um, but um yeah, so I'm 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 all in on on certain narratives um, you know, yielding themselves true or false uh this coming season. And there are three examples to me with regards to the Eagles. And I don't want to take your thunder, but the Niners game is one of them because if the Niners roll into town with Sam Darnold or Brock Purdy or whatever and just like I don't even want to say, like, blank the Eagles, but if they beat them, then it, it does feed that narrative. And, you know, it, it will lead to more bickering and arguing or whatever. But if, And also, similarly, if they lose, then it's like, man, you did all this complaining, all this talking, and, like, yeah. that week will be filled with a lot of stuff. Then it's like, well, you know, you did all that talking, and, and you still lost. So, like, you were wrong then. You're wrong now. So, I'm excited to have, like, a definitive answer one way or another as a result of this specific game.
2: Looks like it's a lot of downside for them. Doesn't feel like much upside. You can be like, "Oh, we definitely would have won in the championship, but you didn't." Still, and also now you just look like really dumb if you come in here and lose. uh That'd be a big L to take. I think they put more pressure on themselves unnecessarily. So to win that game, are you ready to hear my top away game? Can you possibly guess uh, what it would be?
1: I actually was going to say, and I was I was going to ask if I could guess them all because this was your list. Um, okay, so sure. Um, let me pull I mean, this up. This one's here. very obvious it's the Chiefs yeah it has to be I mean
2: I will say uh I mean in a way it's one of the Eagles like it's just by measure of tiebreakers and whatnot it's one of the Eagles most meaningless games because yeah. it's obviously the it's, huh you don't agree I with said that? Yeah.
1: yeah no I'm, so I'm, like, I'm that wasn't sarcastic like if if I if my team has to lose five games lose all five AFC games. right like there's exactly. this isn't and like a debate this is common sense
2: it's just like the storylines and everything it's so much bigger than the actual meaning of the outcome of that one game it's the same thing I just said with the 49ers but applied to the Eagles if the Eagles beat the Chiefs it's not like you don't get the Lombardi <laughs> they, they didn't win the Super Bowl so I don't really know what that proves um like is it's not like oh the Eagles got blown out they can't even hang with the Chiefs in the soup that wasn't the case like I believe they I think anyone would agree they could have won the Super Bowl, right? They lost by three points. It's Not like it was; it, they were never going to win. Like, no, they had a chance. It came down to the wire. Uh, so I don't really know what winning accomplishes in the bigger scheme. Maybe you can feel a little bit better about yourselves, but uh, it that's, still has that's all lot, it is. It has I mean, a lot like, of juice. A... From the standpoint right. of it's Andy Reid, it's the Super Bowl rematch. Like, the, it's a big storyline game, which is why I put it in the top spot. But if we want to say it's overrated uh i could also look at the aaron rodgers game uh, against the jets the eagles have never lost to the jets ever in at any point in any time and i think the seahawks the seahawks is like a sneaky one i think that's kind of going to be an, it could be an interesting matchup um with seattle i think potentially is taking a step forward this year assuming G- gino doesn't fall off the cliff and eagles haven't won in seattle since 2008 so it's been a long time really yeah
1: that was matt Hasselbeck. still i think no not at that point maybe i think 2008? it had to be
2: i meant to look up the quarterback here i'll look that up while you give me your analysis um, on the eagles top i think all of these are,
1: are relevant options i actually think the the chiefs game if you're an eagles fan no matter what happens is a letdown you know what i mean like even if the chiefs go in and win by like 30 points it's just like frustration you know it's just like
2: <sighs> you're okay. saying it's like a no win situation almost
1: right exactly like other um, than like
2: to check a box like okay we beat them
1: yeah, and but, but it's so like what? it it will it will it will offer no like you you won't feel like even like one percent better you know what I mean than you did you, than than you feel right now. Um, it, like, I, I will I, say that's my belief.
2: I well, unless they like if the Eagles get like ten sacks in that game, <laughs> and it's like but oh that, the field was I, the issue all along. Then that's they're, they're what I brought up of... with
1: Jeremy. Like that's yeah. the, that's one. The, so the three narrative games, and you didn't mention this one, and I don't think it's a good game, but uh, the three like narratives that will be proven one way or another with the Eagles. Are the Niners thing, um, the field thing with, but if if the Eagles lose and they don't get a single sack, I think they'll be like, well, it's the Chiefs' field. We would we would totally sack Mahomes ten times no, at the league. Come on. Blah, blah, blah. I don't think anyone is um,
2: saying that. And unless it's like I very obvious that it's terrible. Like it was in the Super Bowl from a
1: um, from a content standpoint. I would love for Juju Smith Schuster to have like two hundred yards on the Eagles. Is, like I would love that so much. Um, but I mean, I rec- I recognize like. The idea of the Chiefs getting zero sacks, or the idea of the Niners beating the Eagles in Philly, is way more likely. Each of those things than Juju like going off against the, the Eagles. So, Seneca but it, it is
2: a what's the quarterback?
1: Wow, uh, or... wow, oh my gosh! Um, that, how many times have the Eagles played there since two thousand eight? It's not a ton. One, only f- three. Wow. So. Well, I am all for making Seattle like, a formidable place to play again. Like, that, those were some really fun times when, like, it was like, oh, like, X team is in Seattle on, like, primetime. Like, that was always a really good game. Uh, one of the Cowboys something, marquee wins in the in the Romo era was in Seattle. Something I had
2: heard about the Seahawks, like, back when I started covering the Eagles. So this is, you know, Legion of Boom days. I don't know if I ever told you about this. was like, there was actually a belief in the NFL that the Seahawks themselves believed they could not be defeated. Like they were like they had, so the point there is they NFL. Yes, that might sound silly. You're laughing, but like NFL people in the league had never seen a team so confident, like the players and everything. Like they were just like, and it, I think it was it scared them. I think it scared other teams.
1: Like the other teams are like this team doesn't think they can lose. I, I don't know if you remember the game I'm talking about. The Cowboys win there in 2014. Um, there was a it was a huge win. It was like kind of the statement win of the season. But like it, it felt like the cow that was their first loss since winning the Super Bowl. There, I mean, it was yeah. October, so it wasn't like a you know a hundred games or anything. But like it was this like holy crap, somebody won at exactly. Seattle type of thing. That's what made it um, such a big deal. Like, and the actually that Super Bowl season, I think they played the Saints in the divisional round. And I remember before that game, like this was pre Jimmy Graham trade. Obviously, like Jimmy Graham and all them were like kind of talking. And I was like, you guys are just. That's a horrible idea. <laughs> like, like yeah, yeah, this is not the place for you guys to act, you know, any sort of way. Like you're about to lose this game. And they did, obviously. Um, I think the Chiefs is the right pick. The Jets one, I, I said this to Jeremy on the show. Like, I like I don't get the juice with the Jets. I I I have a personal vendetta against Aaron Rodgers as a Cowboys fan, but like the Jets story to me is so like lame. Like I don't feel the Jets is like a juicy team, but they will get obviously shoved down our throats from a primetime standpoint um eagle seahawks should be great i hope it is because i want to say the seahawks do well uh but i think the chiefs is the right answer for obvious reasons my last question on this and i guess we'll get to uh your uh listings for other teams do you want this week one this is a weird situation like you know i i could see it like just get it done get it over with Mm -hmm. like and you're probably gonna lose if it's like banner night just get it out of the way right away and give us the week and a half to get ready for week two
2: i feel like you have to put it early in the season and there's a rumor out there uh or maybe Mm -hmm. a report from jason kelsey's mom donna kelsey uh, that Eagles Chiefs is going to be week two. We'll see if that's actually true or not. But uh, it makes sense to me. You'd want to put it as early as possible because it loses more meaning the deeper it goes into the season. You know what I mean? It's like, who cares? Like That was last season, especially if one team proves to be not very good. It's like that you're mm-hmm. just losing all the juice of a Super Bowl matchup. Whereas if you have it at the very beginning, you still have that juice still left over from last season. So you you have to do it. I mean, I wish they would do it as the home opener. I think that's the perfect home opener. But it, it sounds like they're not going to do that. Or the season opener, the kickoff game. Uh, it doesn't sound like they're going to do that. But it might be week two.
1: I wonder. Um, cause so uh, what you're talking about is Mrs. Kelsey, uh, Miss Kelsey said what she did on Facebook, right? Uh, mm-hmm. But she all she said was it was Chiefs-Eagles week two at Arrowhead, right? And we, mm-hmm. Like, we know that game is at Arrowhead. Like, that's not breaking news. I'm going to guess, and so this is purely a guess, that that is a Thursday night football game. Sometimes, they, and that's the Amazon kickoff game. So, I don't know if you recall, the Chiefs hosted the Chargers last year in the first Amazon broadcast. That was week two Thursday night football. Um so I don't think they would put the Chiefs on Thursday Night Football. To, it's not it's not Thursday Night Football to broadcast, but they would not have them okay. open the season on a Thursday night and then play on Thursday Night Football one week later. So my guess is if Chiefs Eagles truly is week two, that that is we we know the NFL is catering to Amazon. They're doing everything they can to give them you know high value, high price games, whatever, give them all the viewership, blah blah blah. I bet that that is the week two Thursday night football kickoff on Amazon Prime, but I bet the Chiefs play on Sunday night football the week before. We've seen that mm-hmm. happen in in rare circumstances. I think the Patriots did it one year um, where they ra- they didn't play the season opener. I don't know if you mm-hmm. remember. Um, I think it was the league's hundredth year, which was the first Chief Super Bowl season. Uh, the Bears and Packers opened um, that that season that thursday night and then the patriots played i think the Steelers um on sunday night football did the banner and all that stuff I, I i think that's what happens i think we get the chiefs on sunday night football week one and then thursday night football on amazon and here come the eagles et cetera, et cetera. i think that would really upset you having to go right into a short week after week one
2: i mean especially if it was against the super bowl matchup i know it said the game doesn't mean as much at the end of the but, day yeah because like but
1: then and it makes week one a little bit trickier because then it's like you're looking past, not looking, but you know what I mean? Like, it's like, okay, let's get through week one so we can go get through this week two game, you know what I mean? Like, blah blah blah. Um, mm. so th- that's my official prediction, but um, okay, let's get to your uh most juicy, whatever Cowboys road and away games. I guess I'm going to guess all these. Um, do you want to do sure. road or home for
2: it? we'll start with the home for each team? So,
1: guess the home game, I think. I think you picked the Jets. I think you had to have.
2: I'm between the Jets and the Lions in this. Or the Jets Lions. or Lions. I need your help. Yeah. picking it. Uh, you know the Jets, the Aaron Rodgers angle is obvious. I was just re-watching the uh, Packers win over the Cowboys. I just randomly turned on NFL <sighs> Network the other day, and I rewatched that game. And I'm like, how did the how did the Packers win this game? <laughs> so that was fun. They to ran. Re-watch. They
1: ran the ball. That's why the Cowboys drafted Mozzie Smith because they just ran the ball at will in the fourth yeah, quarter. But and the Cowboys at the end, collapsed I mean, in the right way around that.
2: I forgot like that the Cowboys were driving late in the game, and then um, they get that big holding penalty on was it Tyler Smith, and then they had the turnover on downs on fourth down um I and then they about had that. the
1: illegal formation on their rookie wide receiver right. in overtime and that just set everything up poorly
2: so it's tough for me to pick because there's the rogers angle but i guess we just saw that i think the lions that might hold more juice in terms of that's an actually potentially meaningful game for the nfc playoff picture and the standings that could be a tiebreaker that's valuable for either a wild card spot or divisional seeding or whatever so i think that one uh could have a lot of juice what say you on that
1: the Lions one to me maybe becomes the answer, but it's contingent upon where it's placed. You know, if it's week three, it's kind of hard to, you know, see that like being a game you're like totally getting up for. Mm-hmm. Um, if but if it like the Cowboys, uh, have played the Lions at home in December a few times, um, you know, if that's the case, like that offers the opportunity for, um, not just it to hold the, the, you know, Tiebreaker, you know, weight you talked about, but also for the Lions to to do it, right? Like to live up to the hype, like because if if they don't, you know what I mean. Even if it is in December, then it's like, well, you're just the team that everybody gassed up that like failed. So, um, yeah. But I I think the answer has dude. They've never beaten Aaron Rodgers in that building. Ever. Okay, you know what I mean. And and this is Aaron Rodgers, Mike McCarthy again. And Aaron Rodgers, Mike McCarthy, both on different teams, and Aaron Rodgers, Mike McCarthy, in the building that Aaron Rodgers has never lost in the same building where they won the Super Bowl together. You know what I mean? Like, um, I will say this. And there's also, a lot people...
2: the divorce of Rodgers from like it's not just the Packers beating McCarthy; it's right. a, it's Aaron Rodgers himself.
1: Yeah, that's a great, uh, great call. Uh, and last time, like it was McCarthy at Lambeau, so that was like a mm-hmm. big factor too. Like this is this is now like you know diluted of all that; it's just McCarthy just Rodgers McCarthy's calling plays now you know what I mean like there's yeah, a little true. bit more uh to and from in my opinion there a lot of people think this will be the Thanksgiving Day game if, mm. if I'm in charge of this why I do that you know what I mean like like the I think you agree Cowboys whoever on Thanksgiving Day will be the most watched regular season game of the year you do not have to burn this massive game we're talking about on like, in that spot. You know what I'm saying? I, I agree with the logic what
2: you're saying, but like I think they overthink that sometimes. Why? But why not put a big juicy game in the biggest match? Like what's wrong? Make it even better. Make it even bigger. Make and reward the fans or, or reward the people who are watching with mm-hmm. a, the best potential possible matchup. I I don't. Like, that's I have I hate that thinking when it comes to not having Eagles Cowboys in week one, which I might have to write an article about because, like, I, I just think I've talked about that many times here. It just annoys me, like, because they don't want to do it to like, oh, go. We can't burn that in week one or whatever, especially if it's a one o'clock game. It's like, oh, how about this? How about you do it once because we barely get any Jalen Hurts versus Dak Prescott meaningful
1: games? Like, how about you just guarantee you get one of those? Mm, okay, that's fair. Um, you've kind of told me I do want to say. I talked about the like um, outlining of the schedule a little while ago. Um, This is the first year. I find this stuff interesting that so forever, basically, um, I guess in the era of cable television or network cable television, um, you know, NFC games have primarily been on Fox, right? It's generally been Fox broadcast. There are the exceptions. Uh, Obviously, when the Eagles host an AFC team or the Cowboys host an AFC team that CBS will get those games. Obviously, primetime is a different story. and and AFC teams have belonged to CBS. Those are no longer the cases. Um, like now, there are no sort of conference lines with broadcast partners. So, like, I think the Cowboys and Eagles will both be on CBS a lot more um, for standard noon or, or three PM kickoffs um, in 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 windows where they normally would have been on Fox. Is my point. So uh, we'll see how that shakes out. Um, the Cowboys road game. I'm going to guess you pick the Chargers. Like that has to be the one that you want. <laughs> Look it has to be what else would it be i mean it's the kellen Moore
2: revenge game it's your personal battle against justin herbert um which you will be super excited about if the cowboys beat the chargers but also will be devastated if they lose to justin herbert so it has to be that
1: if the chiefs don't open on sunday night football which is a theory i just birthed a little while ago i think this is the week one sunday night football game cowboys Hmm. we, we know the nfl loves to put the cowboys in la um Chargers, you said it Kel- Kellen Moore versus Dan Quinn. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like Kellen Moore versus Micah Parsons or wh- however you want to, you know, lay it out. Um, it feels like everybody forgot the Chargers blew this massive playoff lead, so they're kind of like just chilling, hanging out there. Um, a lot of people would say Cowboys Niners, um, as far as road games are concerned. But to me, that's kind of like the Eagles Chiefs thing. I mean, on a lower level. It's like, okay, cool, you go win there like in week six. Like, does that make you feel better? You know what I mean? <laughs> like it doesn't doesn't really do much for me. Um I think well, it's that, the Bills, and I, I tried
2: to stay away from doubling up on each team. You know, uh, I already picked the 49ers for the Eagles, so I don't think it's fun if I also pick them gotcha. for the, every other team too or another team.
1: I would pick the Bills, though, um, because I think the Cowboys and the Bills are foils of one another. But I think they've taken a, like different paths this offseason. And there's the like the Bills traded up because they thought the Cowboys were going to draft Dalton Kincaid. You know what I mean? They went and got him. So, like, there's a little bit of st- stuff going on there. Plus, Sean McDermott, if we, if there's one person who owns the Cowboys, it's Sean McDermott, and that really bothers me. Um, but it's not just, like, Sean McDermott. I've mentioned this to you many times, like, a uh, student of the Jim Johnson, you know, discipleship. You know what I mean? Like, he, he is the dude, Sean McDermott, who has always been able to kind of thwart Cowboys quarterbacks, namely Tony Romo, but obviously Dak Prescott's in that mix now. Um, this game doesn't mean as much to your point as it's an AFC NFC sort of thing, uh, but there's a lot of history there—the two Super Bowls, et cetera, et cetera. A lot of people liken Dak Prescott to Josh Allen in terms of volatility and things like that. Like, I think it would be a statement, and, and it, it would be like a, a nice chip for Cowboys fans for Dallas to go to Buffalo and to just like drop them and be like, "See, like NFL media, you gas this team up and you you disrespect us or whatever." So like that would be my answer personally
2: the atmosphere is also going to be better obviously than the chargers sure. that's not really any fault i think of charger fans who've been kind of mistreated over the years but it's just obviously going to be better in buffalo
1: hmm.
2: okay so you ready to do the giants we'll I'll take a break maybe or do you want to take the break later
1: let's go ahead and take a break hear your word from our sponsors while we were gone brandon those were some great the- words you had a cream cheese and jelly sandwich. How was it? I wish
2: no, I didn't. And actually, no, actually, I, cream cheese, yes, but uh, jelly. Oh, what well, no. was Never, it?
1: Was it not cream cheese that I said? You said cream cheese. No, the the person who did that sandwich and the Reddit thing was it cream yeah. cheese? I already forgot. I think you said I, that. Was People it cream cheese or like, sour cream? I think you said cream cheese, but maybe you meant sour cream. I don't know, but I do want to say something that I, I've I want to say recently realized, but. I think a food that nobody dislikes, jalapeno poppers. Like, like, I love them. Na- well, that's not na- true. They're na- too na- spicy for some people. That's fine, but like th- the composition, like the idea of it all, is wonderful. You know what I mean? Like, I think a- it's like great. E- every element of it is like perfect and immaculate. Yeah, we like got
2: that. people who can't eat dairy though, too. That's fair. The cream cheese or the cheese. Outside
1: of like restrictions from a dietary or like preference mm-hmm. standpoint, like the spice thing, it is like the perfect thing you've got I the spicy sweet you've got the crisp of the bacon like jalapeno poppers rock that's my stance some people think black pepper is too spicy which it's just mm. no it's not um okay i think we should um uh, put this thing down flip it and reverse it missy elliott style wow. um and do road games you're most juiced for for the commanders and giants first uh what do the giants first obviously but do road then home if you're down well there. who do you think i have for the giants top away matchup Uh, Outside of divisional matchups, just so everyone's aware, they visit New Orleans, Vegas, Arizona, San Francisco, Miami, and Buffalo. Um, you may have gone Buffalo because you didn't do that for Dallas, so kind of reading the tea leaves, but I'm going to guess you went Miami. You're a big uh, Dolphins guy. You're a big Tua person. Uh, Daniel Jones against them. Mike McDaniel against them. That's going to be my guess that you went with the Dolphins.
2: I wrote Bills, parentheses, or Dolphins, or Raiders. <laughs> so uh, I think it has to be the Bills because the Bills are like, oh, we're the real team that plays in New York, <laughs> which is a fair claim because that is actually factually Why did you true. say it mockingly, <laughs> uh but well, it's kind of funny because
1: it's, it's like okay we get it, it like and i've it, seen it
2: it's like all right i get it. it's kind of a,
1: a loser thing like it, it's true but it is kind of loserish well you, if you have to say it is it like is
2: you know is it cool if you like have to say it if you have to point it out like that
1: also the brian daybowl stuff which i i kind of like glossed over and joe shane you know what i mean like yeah, exactly. that's that's a huge factor here
2: and i think that's kind of like a big uh especially depending if where it is in the season but it could be like okay we're legit like we beat the bills the bills were like the thing we were trying to become when we're rebuilding here and we just beat that team right. so i think good that call. would be like like a big like everyone everyone like you know good morning football peter schrager's on there he's like you know look at the giants you know like <laughs> I, it gets, that's the game that gets the national i like peter schrager by the way that's a compliment i'm not trying to mock him uh, i could just see it happening uh so i think that's the kind of game i thought the dolphins because. Like that's kind of a team that's similar positioned to maybe to where the Giants are and like, okay, like they're on the cusp of making the playoffs like they're they're that wild card territory kind of team but like are they going to break through Um, so maybe if you do beat that team like okay you're the better you're you're that team that actually is emerging as opposed to this team that might emerge. And the only reason I included the Raiders in there I guess is the um, the Patrick Graham factor of it all The Giants former defensive coordinator thought that could be like a little revenge game there um but i don't know
1: i mean like can you name a road game for any team that happened in vegas that was like that was like memorable in your mind like like you you said that like you you were the other day you watched the cowboys game at lambo last year like Mm -hmm. we can name a million games that have like had well i I guess that's fair (laughs) but like (laughs) but you get my point right like and it's a newer stadium, so i recognize that but like I'm talking, like, non-Eagles games. You can think of, like, great venues that have had a lot of awesome games. Like, that doesn't really happen in Vegas. Like, I'm not, you know, that doesn't, like, get me pumped. Like, it doesn't, like, offer the, like, ooh, Vegas vibes that I think a lot of people do. Whereas it is off-
2: fitting that, like, one of the luckiest end-of-play games ever happened in Vegas, though. Like, That's that true. did with, um, with uh, was it Jacoby Myers throwing the ball to uh, Chandler Jones?
1: I there are very few things I feel like we've reached like we're over 100 years worth of NFL history and like there are very few things that you can actually say like I've never seen that before that was one of those times where like you could honestly be like I've literally never seen this happen before that was incredible that's like um, something that happens in a sports movie right I would <laughs> offer Buffalo as the answer um okay. and especially like the Patrick Graham thing is fair but the Josh Allen Daniel Jones part of the Brian Dableness, like I recognize that Brian Dable is not the Giants defensive coordinator, but like if the Giants go and like inhibit Josh Allen, you know, that would, that would really kind of feed like Josh Allen. And again, I mentioned Cowboys fans kind of sensitive to this had a a rocky season last year. Like, and we talked about that a lot here on the mixtape, but like his first year away from Brian Dable, like all sorts of turnovers. So like, if that happens again, while Daniel Jones, like, I wouldn't even say like he has to go off, but if Daniel Jones has like a productive game, it becomes this matter of like Brian Dable really is the like, factor that's at play here josh you're really struggling without him mm-hmm. look at daniel jones since he got there they got the win they're the real team in buffalo or in new york their hats are their oh, hats goodness <laughs> Chris. their helmets say new york blah 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 the new york football giants like i'm here for uh for the trolling um the home game um mm-hmm. i think this this would be very chalk for you all the way around, considering you went Bills. I think it's the Jets. Like you got to have Giants Jets. Like now you've got a juicy Giants Jets game for the first time in a while. This has to be the one, the MetLife Bowl.
2: I don't know what else you would pick here. The Giants home schedule isn't like chock full of super intriguing options to me. Like yeah, they all stink. Maybe the, the Seahawks without you know Aaron, the Jordan Love Packers, the Patriots. Okay, no, the Seahawks you could pick, but like I feel like we've seen some Giants Seahawks matchups in recent years. That's not something particularly new or interesting I think it has to be the Jets When's here's the question when's the last time we had a Jets Giants game with like actual juice when when was that these are the two Um, teams as we said like going into last year who both were tied for the worst record in the NFL and now they have I don't know how promising their outlooks are but they're certainly a lot better than they were and I think
1: this is the most juicy New York rivalry matchup we've had in years I can't even really like close my mind and think of like a moment. Not, not even just a game, but like the only moment I really think of, um, and I don't recall it being a great game, but was the Victor Cruz whatever it was like eighty yard touch? You know, I'm talking about in 2011 during the the Giants' second Super Bowl season. Like that's the only like moment I can envision between the Giants and Jets. Um, plus, I never really loved those Jets uniforms, the white helmets. I know they were the classic ones, yeah. but like I didn't really like them. Like th- this is a good contrast. You know, it's still a little bit. It's not beautiful, but, like, I'm I'm down for this. Um, so, I will say I like when teams visit stadiums they want the Super Bowl in. So, the Seahawks visit MetLife this year. Like, I have to imagine when the Eagles visit Minnesota, you're like, ah, Eagles on the Super Bowl here. You know, like, it's got to be, like, a little bit of a cooler thing. Um, so, like, that's a cool game to me. Plus, it's the Seahawks, which I'm uh, in on. Uh, but, yeah, these games stink. I'm past the point of, like, being interested in, in Giants-Patriots games. The Patriots do visit yeah. the Giants, obviously. That's too like, far removed. Yeah. So, um, this, these are good answers. Good job. Okay. Let's do uh well, road game. Yet. I
2: was thinking like, wow. uh, do you wow. buy into, I, I think this is a real thing. Um, like I think depending again, when it happens and everything, I think the jets and the giants are going to be kind of competing for who's the talk of the town. I think that's where they are in the stage of that. And I think I could be wrong, but I think the giants kind of lead the way more, you know, like kind of like the Yankees, I presume do more than the Mets do the giants are just more ubiquitous than uh, the Jets are the Jets are like the upstart team. The Mets are the upstart team, but like if you know Aaron Rodgers puts a spanking on the Giants, I think that kind of you know swings the things. The every, everyone's going to be
1: talking on a W fan about the Jets. Also, the Giants kind of like not say statement but like hey start taking a seriously win was the was it in london the london win over the packers you know what i mean so this would kind of be going full circle there um okay uh commander's one because we still have to do our ranking of divisional this is the Um, toughest one yeah these are (laughs) a lot of juice here these are gross um also um just looking at their graphic here every other team was kind enough to put the divisional games like first you know what i'm saying like in their graphic like for home and away the commanders did them in a very unorganized way um hmm. shocker like here i'm gonna, i'm going to send you this in slack um yeah i don't even know what you're talking I would like, about right now i would like you to look at this right now please um so like i'm looking at the commanders team website to just to see all of their opponents so i can guess this properly right yeah. um and so it's got their home listings and their away listings so like, so like normally these graphics the top 3 you know logos are the divisional opponents because like that's you know inherent but like, look at this. Like this, these aren't division. These aren't by, based by division or anything. These are random. They're not even like alphabetical. are oh, the
2: graphic, not the list below. Because the list below right, right. does not gra- do it that way.
1: The this graphic is very unorganized.
2: Yeah, yeah. Not like surprised. why are the
1: like this is really weird. But anyway, all right. Um, this isn't
2: good for the non.
1: This isn't good for anyone. Road, uh, road game you're most excited about for the commanders? Maybe the Broncos. <laughs> just to just to kind of have fun. I, really I wrote Rams question
2: mark Broncos question mark so Rams comes from a perspective of what if the commanders just aren't very good like what if they're really bad and what if they're in the mix for the number one very pick? likely yeah. so this could be like a number one pick kind of game which would have juice Plus, Sean <laughs> McVay Sean McVay like the, there you, you go. know whatever blah, blah blah just giving you food for thought so there's that and I don't know yeah I did pick the Broncos question mark next I don't know why I guess because of Russ our guy uh going up against a team that had interest in him also the
1: team ron rivera lost his super bowl too
2: there you go uh but i don't know not a i don't know not a lot not a lot yeah, there I, to me
1: i almost went atlanta um that's um we don't know oh, atlanta's why? well hear me out we don't know atlanta's quarterback situation like are they really going to do this desmond ritter thing are they really going to trade for ryan tannehill do you know who Desmond Mitter's backup is yeah heineke yeah taylor heineke what if there's a world where taylor heineke has to start and, and like it'd be fun That'd is that exciting i think you
2: could no. sell me more on Ritter versus uh, Howell, kind of being like if they both prove to be um, a little bit better than people expect it's later in the season and they're like kind of on the rise but that's a far i mean maybe one of those two guys hits but uh, i'm not even really buying
1: that for either of them i have the answer for home game they have that i'm at least mm-hmm. personally most interested in yeah it's my team it's the chicago bears And this goes back to, um, I think we did it a year ago, Um, the what if episode about the Doug Peterson throw game. um, Had Mm -hmm. Washington lost that game, not won the NFC East in 2020, they would have been in position to draft Justin Fields during the 2021 NFL draft, obviously, after he started a slide uh, when the Bears traded up with the Giants at 11th overall that we think, um, we don't know the you know hypothetical draft order but they would have been right around there um they could have had their quarterback of the future i know you're still a little bit out on justin fields um you know he performed well in some capacities obviously this past season so there's a question mark around him as a whole
2: only follow his games through highlights and twitter (laughs) then he's the best player in the league
1: so anyway uh my point is this game is a a look at a alternative timeline that could have been washington's
2: the way i have it phrased I wrote down is Bears question mark IDK. That stands for I don't know those for those who may not know that. uh, You know, you never know, RJ, who's listening and doesn't know the acronyms. I had it framed this way in my mind. I think people think so this is, I guess, more of an early season context. And there's just this assumption. I think that, oh, Justin Fields is going to make this big leap and the Bears are actually going to be good. And I think if the Commanders go out and beat them, people are going to be like, oh, that's a that's a legit win for the Commanders because Justin Fields and the Bears are good. So I think it's going to be a win that has people thinking it's a better win than it is if the Commanders can beat them.
1: I also am going to go on record and say this is Chase Young playing against his 2024 team. I think Chase Young winds up on the Bears wow. in free agency next year. Um, mm-hmm. we know that the commanders did not pick. I don't think we talked about that, um, that they declined his fifth year option, which isn't shocking. I know we talked about it personally, but uh, I don't think we talked about it on the mixtape. Um, so this is a tough scene. Also, if you're looking, if we're like really reaching for, uh, you know, things, this is Ron Rivera's former team. That's always a cool thing that he played for. Obviously you won the mm-hmm. Super Bowl with, uh, the 85 bears, Super Bowl shuffle. Hey! Um, and, um, Be that I agree really with terrible you. Terrible bears commander's game last
2: year on thursday night Football. right, right once his right. last well, this, start this, before he this ends. also
1: harkens back to that uh so yeah that is it um okay do you want maybe my rankings from least to most interesting nfc east games uh i guess i mean we don't have a ton of time so that's what i'm saying like mm-hmm. you know maybe we kind of want to fly through this like we did your games here then maybe me do my rankings i think they're fair to both the cowboys and the eagles i don't know if you agree um Do you want me to go least to most interesting? Do you want to offer your list? What do you want to do here? Yeah, the least to most. Okay, I accidentally hit the microphone. That's my bad. Okay, so to be clear here, there are 12 composite games between NFC East teams. And I ranked them from least to most interesting. Um, My least one, Commander's in New York. I really don't, like, spoiler alert, like the game's in New York. Like, I don't enjoy any real NFC East game in New York. Like, I don't, you know, It's just lame to me, and I'm not saying that Washington has an amazing stadium, but it at least looks a little bit different on TV. Like, the New York stadium's just real corporate-looking, and the shocker alert, the Giants and Commanders both not exactly interesting, in my opinion.
2: I had Eagles, Commanders, and Philly, actually, as my bottom one, because I just don't think there's a lot of juice in that matchup. I know the Eagles lost to the Commanders
1: last year, but Heineken's gone. Like, I don't really know what's interesting here about that number 11 to me was the same teams just in washington i find the game in washington just a hair more interesting it's really where i'm at
2: yeah i see i i i'm thinking differently about this i have the cowboys uh commanders uh in dallas yes next because i just think like for the eagles and the cowboys there i think they're going to be significant favor favorites over the commanders and i think those games have the potential to be not so competitive where i know it's that the giants commanders don't have a lot of juice in the sense that we don't expect them to be great but i expect those games actually be more meaningful for those teams again potentially competing for a wild card spot uh or at least in the same kind of tier of
1: teams closer to that yeah we definitely did this a little bit differently to your point i don't know mine is like in in a general sense but also factoring in these like the current states of the team so for me like to that point number 10 was the cowboys in new york like i like that game is like you know and, and some of it is like the cowboys have like, owned the Giants. The, the Cowboys have, they haven't lost to the Giants with Dak Prescott since 2016. You know what I mean? Like, he's, he just, he completely owns them. That's, that's really where this is at.
2: I have the commanders in all of my top six on this list of 12. There's any kind of commanders matchup is in, the, it has to be. You mean the, the bottom, bottom six? Yeah, my bottom six. Well, I mean, top uh, well, six in terms of
1: the worst. So for me, then, like, right above that, or so, like, also not interesting is the commanders in Philadelphia. That is kind of a sneaky, interesting game mm-hmm. to me, especially. I think it's like, it. that was the first loss of the season last year for the Eagles. So, like, there's this slight little, like, fly buzzing around you level of annoyance.
2: Yeah, but Heineken, like, if it's a different quarterback, like, it's just, I don't know. I think he kind of took out the dynamic there that was mm-hmm. interesting. So, I think Heineke is a big reason why they won that game.
1: Imagine if he, he had still been the quarterback for the team and he walked, like, the pregame fit and he walked in with the Jordans. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That he bought the green and black ones.
2: That'd be really cool. So all the commanders in my bottom, I have Eagles commanders in Landover being more interesting than Philly just okay, because let's do
1: let's let's scrap this. Uh, let's do your top four top four most interesting NFC East games. Let's all do right. that. Uh, so number Starting four. We're gonna go four. in ascending order.
2: Yeah. I have I actually had um Cowboys Giants in Dallas because I think it's been forever since the Giants have this big win over the Cowboys and I think maybe it could actually find last year I was going to thought it was going to happen last year it didn't right I feel like this is the year they finally get one
1: that was the Thanksgiving Day game last year um yeah they, they came close Dallas. right like
2: this game for competitive um, they came down to the wire I think they're about to steal one
1: it didn't come down to the wire uh and Micah Parsons wasn't used as much in that game which again was part like it was a little touch and go early on um but it didn't come down to the wire um, they were competitive though at least a lot once more upon, competitive than they usually are once upon a time and i know you know this this was the week one Sunday night football opener um, every year in a row so we'll see what happens there i do have this as my number three game so not number four um i do think it has a little bit more juice to your point uh my number four while we're at it um is the eagles versus the giants in philly though um this is you know call it revenge right this is the playoff rematch mm-hmm. technically speaking from you know the exact setup you know in philly whatever um and to the point we just made the giants are more competitive um so if they can k- go to philly win there for the first time and i don't even know how oh not even it was what two years ago the joe judge game um so yeah I'll, um, oh okay well still i don't know the last time they won in philly but still i have giants in philly as my number four giants in dallas is my number three. Uh, I think it may have been
2: 2013 I'm not sure off the top of my head it's been a long time I feel like but um yeah I have Eagles Giants in Philly as my number three because of the playoff kind of rematch
1: there that's all I've got so then we have the same three and four just flip-flopped um okay then we have the same one and two (laughs) we have well you have the same one and two uh in some Cowboys Eagles games yeah so which one is more interesting in your mind what location
2: I think in Dallas, because I think it's been a while since the Eagles have won in Dallas. It hasn't
1: been, it hasn't been since 2017, right? The Super Bowl season, the Sunday night blowout game was the last time. Yeah,
2: Jerry was, Jones retirement, just, so or uh, not retirement, uh,
1: Hall of Fame, whatever. It is Hall of Fame honoring at halftime, yeah. Just the irony behind that is amazing. <laughs> I think it has to be that,
2: because, um, yeah, it's been a while, and we've gotten some really good games there think back to the 2016 overtime game, obviously, the Brandon, if you're going re- way back, Brandon Boykin interception at the end of the 2013 season, um, the overtime game in 2015 with Sam Bradford. There's been some really good – I think there's been better Eagles-Cowboys games in Dallas.
1: So I'm going to continue. That was that my logic. So that's my number one as well. Um, also, that, like you mentioned, so there was um, overtime in 16 or 15. That was Sunday Night Football. Um, mm-hmm. and there was mm-hmm. overtime in 16, that was the Jason Witten touchdown where like nobody covered him. Uh, and then there was overtime in 18, that was the Amari Cooper yep. walk off after the tip pass. <laughs> so, <lucky>. um, <laughs> <Bounces> but, <off. laughs> yeah, so, no,
2: I'm saying like,
1: so, but like, my logic behind this was like, we've mentioned this a million times the Cowboys games in Philly have kind of been stinkers, like you know, and it's not the oh, Cowboys no, part of them are like the in Eagles week fall.
2: 17, yeah.
1: Well, that's week what I'm saying, 18. like, I I'm not blaming the teams I'm blaming the circumstances like and some of the circumstances have been uh, the timing of them that they've taken place in week 17. Mm -hmm. Some of them have been injuries right in 2020. It was Ben DiNucci who had to start at quarterback because Mm -hmm. even Andy Dalton wasn't able to go obviously it's past season. It was Cooper Rush. Um, so, like, generally speaking, the game at AT&T Stadium has a history of being, you know, more riveting. Although, again, you can't bank on that. But for those reasons, I went with Dallas uh, versus Philly at AT&T Stadium, and plus, it just feels epic. Like, it's just, it's like a show. It's like a, a you know, it's a, it's a big old deal. Uh, so, um, so yeah, I. Uh, that's my answer. Cowboys Eagles is the most interesting. Those are the two most interesting games. But the one I I want these games to both. <laughs> Who could matter. have guessed we would have picked those? I want to see Dak Jalen twice. That's what I want to see. I want yeah. to see that badly. We we've all seen it. We've seen it once, and it was actually at AT and T Stadium. The Monday night game in twenty twenty one, where Dallas housed them, obviously right. that was before. That was Jaylen. also like a very different Jalen Hurts. It was a very different team. Well, like I'm just 20- saying, and in the one time it happened, they housed them and
2: they destroyed. Yeah, I'm not Jaylen saying Hertz. the Cowboys don't deserve credit. I'm just saying, like the Eagles changed so much in the course of that season from who they were at the beginning of twenty twenty one to the end, and then obviously since then. So yes, I, and again, the best way to do this in part would be to guarantee a game between these two teams in Week One. I mean, in theory, I guess someone could get hurt in training camp or whatever, but like, you'll take that over versus they could get hurt during the season, and it just might be a situation where the seating is all locked up. So like, just get rid of that part. That's so I, dumb. Why do you,
1: why do you want why do you want that to be a factor? I like eighty five percent agree with you. My only thing is like. So, um, in 2015, the Cowboys opened the season at home against the Giants and then visited Phil in week two. That was the game that Tony Romo got hurt. And I hated, and they, they won both those games, but I hated that, like, you're talking about a third of your divisional games are in weeks yeah. one and two. Like, that that is not cool to me. So, like, I get your point from an entertainment standpoint, but, like... Part of what made the the Cowboys Eagles game at AT&T Stadium last year so juicy was that like so many things had happened. You know what I mean? Like like the the status of the game was so epic, and like you don't have that as much at the beginning of the season. So like well, you could yeah, you could put one late in the year. I'm not saying no. I'm late. I'm not saying like put it put them both like weeks fourteen and seventeen. But, but yeah, like week, how about four, week week six? You know week ten? Like that's what I kind of I want them like kind of I want one in October and I want one like late November. That's the perfect situation in my mind
2: or early December yeah I think I think there needs to be one in week one also because of like think back to what I said earlier oh no we're worried about you know putting Eagles Cowboys in week one because we're gonna like blow a chance at good ratings but you're okay with having it be a meaningless game like that because like, there's a decent chance that could happen based on history because that continues to happen like that's okay but you can't you know waste it early in the year but you can waste it at the end of the year how does that make any sense
1: I agree with you Um, again. There's a lot of things to consider, but ultimately we want. It's an been 20
2: years. Just do it. Wait, we can't do it one year. So I don't say to do it every year. We've had Eagles, Washington. We've had Giants, Cowboys, like so many times since then. We can't get one
1: Eagles, Cowboys. Come on. Let's get out of here and let's. Last question: Predict the season opener for Cowboys and Eagles. I predicted Cowboys in LA against the Chargers. That's my prediction.
2: Cowboys, Chargers in LA. I'm gonna say Eagles play at home because if they're, it's true, they're going to play into the chiefs, right too. Probably not. you're going to make, you're going to make them the, the team that went to the super bowl, play both of their first games on the road. That seems a little much. Uh, it's going to probably be like stupid, like Washington game again. Cause they always do that. Eagles commanders Eagles, commanders yeah. in Philly. Mm,
1: Sam Howell's first career win in Philly. All right. Yeah, sure uh brandon as we leave tell us um your three favorite teams from new york it can be any sport (laughs) it's not a real thing i
2: would like to hear from the listeners on doing the live show call-in thing i think we should do that three favorite teams from new york that's not a real thing at all if i have to pick my like least hated new york teams there we go Three least hated. I think I've, I've gotten into this before. I don't hate the Yankees as much people as many Philly fans do because I grew up near the Trenton Thunder. Uh, That was their double-A affiliate gotcha. at the time. So, like, you know, I would go and get to see some Yankees players. So, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm rooting for their minor league players when I went to the game. Okay. Um. So there's that. Uh, the Jets because they're so harmless. They've never beaten Eagles. They're just like you don't take them seriously. Right. Just, oh, it's cute, Jets. That's ha-ha. that's
1: how like I, that's a great way to put it because like that's how I feel about the Bills. Like the Cowboys beat the Bills in back-to-back Super Bowls, so like they See? can't hurt me. You know what I mean? Like it's totally. And I,
2: you know, yeah. the enemy of my enemy is my friend. And right. Jets and Eagles fans can both agree that they don't like the Giants. Uh, and then uh, I guess like I'm trying to think. The third one. So this a is technically
1: tough. your most favorite team from New York.
2: Hmm. That's not true. Uh, I don't like the Islanders. I don't like the Rangers. I don't like. I guess. I guess would you count the Devils? I know they're from. New, they play right. They play right next to the Giants. Is, their
1: name is New Jersey. They play their right name, next name to the Giants, Jersey. though. And I know, the but their name is New Jersey. That's that. Okay. You can't count them. Um, I don't like the Nets.
2: Is there a team I'm like not? Think I guess. Oh, well, this is easy. I should have said Bills, obviously too. I didn't count them um it's too late now but i'll say the uh the sabers buffalo sabers
1: okay i'm gonna send you one last thing that i want your thoughts on it is a tweet oh my god um about uh with spider-man um the new spider-verse movie coming out burger king has launched or is going to be launching this is not an advertisement um a whopper where the buns are red like miles around alice um would you eat this or do you have like a mental complex about this so the Buffalo Sabres used to have a black
2: and red theme. That wow, I a what a
1: great tying of this, since you just said um, that.
2: Wow. Uh, so I actually did like that, and I used to play with them in NHL 98 for my old computer. Uh, so that's another reason I don't mind them as much. But for this burger, I'm so disappointed when a place does a gimmick and there's no actual change to like the food. Like I looked this up mm. because my friend Bon, shout out bon uh, sent this to me. And I was like, okay, so what's like the is there a different like sauce or flavor or like ingredients? And no, it's It's literally just just a red bun. Although I I think I saw the cheese is Swiss instead of American or whatever. But like, okay, now I will say uh, I would I'm not deterred, but I'm not going to go out of my way to try it because there's nothing interesting about it. But when the Burger King did do the Halloween Whopper, which they had like this orange bun for that, they actually it was like the ghost pepper whopper or whatever they actually like made the bun spicier than a normal bun and they also had like bacon on there and I, maybe jalapeno like they actually did things that made it like a gimmick of a burger and that one was good but this one is lame sorry burger king
1: yeah this is like um like when they made ketchup green when we were kids you know what i mean but like it was cool because we were kids you know what i'm saying like i will try this because i'm a big spider-man fan big you know spider-verse fan but like i'm a little bit disappointed to your point well give All us right. the review once you do yeah let's get out of here congratulations to red burgers